We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you want to do business, you got to do business with Adderall. What's up, guys? This is Hannah Dickinson, and this is the first official episode of my new podcast, Don't Tell Mom. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm talking about shit I do not want my mom to know about because I'm worried she'll be mad at me, which is insane because I'm 28. I'm turning 28 this year, so we're all adults here, but I would say my actions can be pretty disappointing, and I still have this weird fear that if my mom finds out, she'll be disappointed in me. And that just stays with you. Like, I'll be leaving a guy's apartment, calling my own Uber at 3 a.m. and being like, wow, I really hope my mom does not have a GPS on my phone, even though I pay my own phone bill. I'm just so scared she's going to know that I hooked up with a man named Damien. I guess Catholic guilt is what some would call, but it's... I wasn't raised religious. It was just my mother was God. She still is. She's great. She's a great person. I don't want anyone to think I'm talking shit here, especially not you, Mom. I love you so much. But let's get into it. My guest for my first podcast, this is the official Don't Tell Mom Dude, come on. Start that over. What the fuck is that? All right. No, we're not doing this, Chloe. Uh, My first guest, she's very, very funny. She's a very good friend. Great stand-up. Very dark, which is how we connected she has a podcast called the close show let's give it up for chloe LaBranch. how was that that was good that was good I, I love this radio voice it's sexual but it also could be like violent you know like it was like that was a very like don't tell mom radio voice you're like it, clearly in her basement you're like oh, i'm recording a podcast mommy don't hear yeah because i'm currently <laughs> living in my mother's basement my father too my father and my mother mm-hmm. they are still together which i think is part of my trauma as far as dating because i have high <laughs> expectations for myself 
because they're still dating or yeah. married. <laughs> and so it's like, if when I pick someone, he better be the one because I can't be the first in my family to get divorced. Yeah, I mean, and clearly it's a don't tell mom podcast, not a don't tell dad, because clear you just you just spoke about your house like your father's dead. You're like, I live in mom's basement or like dad's not been around because clearly she's the one you're scared of who's in charge. Want to have a drink? It's, it's 1 p.m. <laughs> in the afternoon. I don't think I should be. Dude, it's a pandemic. I am in a basement. The first time I ever saw you do stand-up, you were talking about how a guy told you he moved and yeah. he'd mail you his watch and then he didn't even move. And I was like, me and this girl are going to get along. Honestly, honestly, that was so, that was dark. You know, I hooked up with this guy and I left my watch at his apartment. Wink, wink. Uh, I've done that before. And- <laughs> That's how you lose 10 <clears throat> watches, baby. What was funny was I messaged, I, I texted him after and I was like, hey, I forgot my socks at your apartment. I totally forgot about my watch. And he was like, y- you, you left your watch here. And I go, oh, like, I'll come pick it up. And he goes, I will mail it to you. He lives in Brooklyn. And so that was spooky. I lived in the West Village at the time. And he said he was moving to Los Angeles. And for months, he was just Instagram storing in Manhattan. Never got the watch. Goddamn classic. Um, whatever. That and also, sucks. like, who goes to the fucking post office? Come on. Well, I don't think he was ever planning on mailing you the watch. Yeah, uh, this is pathetic, but I haven't had a single ex reach out during the pandemic. The only person who reaches out is my therapist, and I'm so over him. He doesn't stop, you know? He's like, but Let's that's talk a man. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, I think we should talk three times a week. I'm like, you just found out I have multiple homes, and now you think I'm going to pay you more. Like, you know what I mean? Never tell your therapist the truth. <laughs> Biggest red flag you could do. I recently saw a therapist um, who I actually like, and she told me she wanted me to get photos of myself as a child looking at the camera so that I could fall in love with myself again. Jesus. I was like, this feels like a trap. Where's Chris Hansen? Yeah, yeah, seriously, that feels like she's like, why don't you just get into pedophilia? Kids are dumb. They always come back. Yeah, get the hottest photo of yourself when you were six. <laughs> Therapy, I do feel like, is trying to date because it's like you have to find the right one who gets you and who you respect and enjoy talking to. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting. But then you don't get to have sex with them. So it's like, what are we doing? Like, I, at the end of the day with this guy, I'm like, listen, we've been talking for months. What are we doing? Where is this going? Where is this going if it's not in my vagina? <laughs> you start sending him di- or not dick pics, but whatever. I don't even know. What are what are what, clip pics? I literally make my therapist listen. Like I'll be like, "Can you read my text messages?" And I'll be like, "I really don't want to." I'm like, "Just read them." What do you think is that bad? <laughs> I mean, what does he say when he reads your text messages? Is he like, "Chloe, relax." Okay, honestly, I hate when people tell me to relax because that's what boys always tell me. They say, relax, slow down, relax. And I'm like, I'm having a panic attack. I do feel like you and I are similar in the fact that every time we kind of have a thing with someone, a guy, we're like, where is this going? What does this mean? We just like, we're waiting for the fucking punchline. What's the punchline here? What are we? None of this this long storytelling bullshit. What's the bit? Is this going to be a breakup bit? Are we having children? Are we getting a pool? Don't write an abortion joke. I don't know. I love that. I'm going to try to fuck my therapist. No, I'm kidding. Okay, well, this is called the Don't Tell Mom podcast. Actually inspired by Chloe and my trip to Miami. 
Woo, that was spooky. Coroni baloney relapse of 2020. Dude, that was worth it. It was worth it, which my mom does not know I drank in Miami, but that's... Your dad knows, right? Yeah, my dad does. I, it's not. It wasn't like anything happened. Like, nothing happened. Back. A lot happened. Okay, yeah, but we're not... Uh, but it, in a good way. Yeah. It's, we had a great fun. time. We had an awesome time. But that's what's confusing about drinking, I think, because it's like sometimes it's the best, and then that's what you remember. Well, this is the thing, Hannah. This is what separates the boys from the men. You stopped. I did it. No, I'm kidding. But uh, what I mean is, like, it, it gets bad. Like, you had that good weekend. You went home. You got kind of healthy again. You started, like, doing stuff. I went straight from there into a spooky one-month bender. You know? Yeah, I do think that's my problem, too, is if I'm like, okay, whatever I'm drinking, I will drink all the time. Whereas if I'm like, I'm never drinking, I'll drink once in a while, <laughs> which was Miami. And I had an awesome time but okay I so mean, the idea of this podcast came i guess yes, not this podcast but the name for it uh i was texting a man who i was going to see in north carolina who i have never met before can you pull up the text uh <laughs> i don't even have the text anymore because i deleted them that's a very that's what i do yeah that's, that's the right. thing it's like when you're drinking you're like i'm just gonna delete these so when i wake up in the morning i'm like my phone looks pretty good seriously seriously that's what i told this boy recently i was like hey i just want to let you know that every single night when i blackout text you i delete all my texts so the next day i have no idea yeah it's it's a genius move on the blackout brain but also a nightmare because it's you're just trying to avoid reality which is the whole what you do when you're drinking anyway i mean i just want any guy out there to know like you're not special you know like i treat everyone this way yeah, I do think they do know that, and that's why it it's if they don't get back to you or whatever, they assume that you found your next victim. Wait, I'm really sorry, I kind of hijacked this. I have a way of uh, just kind of going off tangent, but we were talking about Miami. Okay, yeah. So how this podcast got the name is that before the pandemic, Chloe and I we were going to go to Miami, and we were debating if we should go because it was like right before people were really in lockdown and we had already paid for a flight and you know it wasn't the refund wasn't looking hot we probably could have figured it out but we just i had already gotten a brazilian wax my asshole was clear Woo! i saw it yeah no i didn't but yeah well you did uh (laughs) and it was chloe's birthday (laughs) and we really probably shouldn't have gone but it ended up being fine, but I don't, I don't think, I don't, it sounds bad. I mean, in hindsight, if we were like, you know, really responsible, we wouldn't have gone. To be fair, it, it got serious like Saturday. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we were reading and a little more informed, but that's not really our, our style. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We were I, drinking I was having the... a full panic attack the night before we left. I was like, I don't know oh. if we should go. You wanted to go to a bar, and I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be around people. Dictator status over here. Like, move over Hitler. I can convince anyone anything. That was, is that okay? Can I say that? Wait, what do you mean? Like, Hitler convinced everyone to do everything he wanted. And then basically Hitlered you. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have said no. Like You could have said nine. Nine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and also, I oh, convinced yeah. you to buy all that Forever 21 clothes. So I feel like it, it was an even trade. Yeah, none of that fit. 
Forever 21 clothes, they're not meant to fit. I don't know if you knew that. It's meant to make you feel... They're meant to be taken off. Yeah, they're, they're meant to be left at a guy's apartment. If you need a place to leave stuff and never get it back, I could give you his number. I could just give you random numbers of guys who owe me my clothes back. <laughs> Whitney, where are you? Uh, Whitney. I love Whitney. I called him on his birthday. You haven't seen Whitney in so long, he's become the museum he's named after. <laughs> yeah, just full of uh, knowledge I'll never absorb. Wait, so how did we get here? You were talking to that guy on uh, on the one that you met on, on the dating app. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, we're in Miami. We're drinking on a balcony. And I'm talking to this guy I met on a dating app who I was supposed to go see in North Carolina, which got canceled. We have never met. He lives in New York, but he was doing an art show in North Carolina. And Told me you were in love with him. Yeah, but I say that a lot. You know, the only person... If I say I'm in love with someone, I've really only been in love with, like, one person in my life. Two, maybe, I guess. And, uh... Three, 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 give her <laughs> three to eight, three to three ten. To yeah, yeah. So I'm texting with this guy, and my brother is texting me up top. But I, so I think I'm texting my brother. I'm drunk at this point. His texts are rolling in, but I'm actually texting this man from North Carolina. And I was like, I started drinking this weekend. Don't tell mom. Also, I need an Adderall to work on this show. Don't tell mom. And I send this to a guy I have never met in my life. And he just wrote back, miss you or something. I don't know. We don't talk anymore. So, Well, he had already kind of started to ghost you right before this, which is the funniest part. No, he did kind of start to ghost me. It was so funny. Yeah, so that, uh, so I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm so scared of my mother. And I, I don't want to make my mother sound like a monster. because She's a very nice lady. Oh, she's great. She's awesome. But she's scary she's cool. as hell. She's cool, which is also why she's scary, because I respect her. So I respect her opinion. It's hard to abuse people you're scared of, you know. My mother is a sweetheart, and I'm just like, let's go shopping, you know. I asked my mom once if I could, I was like, Mom, let's just get shit-faced. And she was like, Chloe, if I don't recall, you're not very fun to be drinking with. I go, if you recall, I've been to rehab seven times. <laughs> it's not about being fun. See, my mom would be oh. like, Hannah, that's not even funny to joke about. Well, I mean, it's funny if I'm not talking about sex. Every single time I talk to her, she, like, brings up my act and she's like, you you know, you're talking about sex. I'm like, mom, I'm really not. Like, I don't have sex ever, except for wink, wink, Miami. But Hannah, you know, I realize I've, I don't understand dick size because every time I get a dick pic, I send them to you and you're like, that's a good dick. And I'm like, really? I guess I've seen a lot of dicks, not just like in person, but on uh, I, I'm going to cut this. <laughs> There's really no way out of this. I'm like, anyway, I've seen a, a, more than a handful. I don't I don't know how many people I've, I've had sex with, but uh, it's definitely only a number that can be bought at Costco for sure. Okay, so I did have like a, I did have a format kind or like things to talk about, I guess, but. Oh, sorry. No, this is good. I'm nervous. Dude, I know. It's really awkward when you have to ask the questions. I'm just so used to doing my podcast and rambling. Um, so sorry. Yeah, maybe I should just call it the hand hand show. <laughs> the hand job. Welcome to the hand job. <laughs> In college, my nickname was Bad Hand Job Hannah because I wore rings while doing it. I gave my first hand job wearing rings. Did you break the dick? Um, no, but I did get laughed at by the sixth floor men in my dorm. What if you found out your mom was like a total whore? <laughs> I would be so relieved. <laughs> You'd be like, I knew I got it from someone. 
a part of me thinks my mom was wild because my mom did drive her car into her school in high school. It's amazing. But that's why I think she's so hard on me because she was so crazy. So she knows my capability. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like how I live my life is um, through the fear of my mother in that everything I do, like if I were to go to jail, I'd be like, please, like, don't tell my mother. You know, like it wouldn't even be the consequence or the price I had to pay. It would just be like the look in my mother's eye when she found out about it, which scares me. It's so much after that horrible wedding that I, you know, really just kind of shit the bed on you know i i miss the whole reception uh we don't have to talk about it but uh yeah i, I fell asleep uh in a marriott <laughs> uh the wedding was at a four seasons Ooh. the look in her eye the next morning it was like i see you never uh no she did forgive me but it was it those eyes are forever burned in my brain you, you know you could have said to your mom you know i was having sex right how do you think my birthday even happened because you were fucking my father fuck for fuck your fucking dad mom so yeah i'm not scared of my mom at all at all okay so then aren't you scared of someone are you scared of anyone uh, an adult in your life growing up were you scared i i'm scared of myself i would have to say i could be, i'm a little scared of my dad yeah sometimes. i do feel like you talk about your dad a lot more in the sense of like, you want his approval i guess in the same way that i want my mom's like it's you don't want him to find out about something or be mad at you yeah well sometimes i i I try to do bad things so i can get attention from him but like i'm a little too old for that yeah well i'm a little too old to tell a man i don't know don't tell mom but here we are (laughs) (laughs) that's called going for it no but like I, i I don't know. I do get scared about being alone. This is sad, but I remember when my parents, my parents got divorced, started to get divorced at the same time that me and my first love, he's so hot, Emerson, I would say his phone number. You don't have to. 973-449. I don't think that's okay. Okay. I just, anyone could reach out. He's hot. He's single. Not into it anymore, but he's a babe. And um, steady job. Nice family. Get them while you can, ladies. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was like around the same the same time. It was around the same time he told me he didn't love me anymore. And he was like my first love. And then my parents got divorced. And I had this like dramatic realization. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, someone can just stop loving you? Like love can just go away? And then I was like, melting down I was like what if my parents stop loving me they don't love each other like maybe nobody everyone could stop loving me oh my god love is fake <laughs> I was just like had this meltdown and then I got back into cocaine um yeah but I think like we both have terrible anxiety and I guess do you think your anxiety comes from worrying about being alone <sighs> Honestly, at this point, it's just like, yeah, I just have like feel like this emptiness because I loved my childhood. I had an amazing childhood. I, I had the best family. I come from a huge family. Everything was, you know, perfect, so fun. And then it all just went away. 
And my anxiety comes from, you know, when I was saying, like, I think that people can stop loving you. I just constantly think things are just going to be taken away from me. So, like, anytime anything's going well, I'm just like, uh-oh, it's going to go away really fast. Someone's going to rip it away. So that's why when things start to go well, if a, if a guy and I are, are getting along, things are going well, I, I, I hijack it and I ruin it before it can ruin me. And then it's even worse. And the same thing with comedy. Once things start going well career-wise, I start drinking again because I, I, I get too scared it's going to happen. Like it's going to, you know, I, I think I genuinely don't. I have this innate thing in me that I think I'm bad. But, you know, people who think that they're bad, it's usually because they were molested. But I, I don't know if I was so. molested or just like a really slutty six-year-old. It's hard to tell, <laughs> especially now. Dude, I one of my cousins, when she was like five, she was trying to straight up grab one of my brother's dicks. She's five, and she would tell her mom, she'd be like, I really like Luke. He's so cute. And then, like, Luke, like, didn't talk to her one night because he was talking to the other one, and she's like, I've moved on to Alex. And it's like, yeah. She was like a five-year-old. She didn't understand. And they were like, Luke was like 22. <laughs> he was like, I, I don't know what this baby wants from me. Um, I got drunk once and tried to make out with my brother's girlfriend's brother. I think that's fine. I watched Clueless yesterday and Josh and, and Cher get together. Yeah, but he said no. <laughs> oh, how, how did that happen? Don't tell mom that. How much does mom know? She probably knows more. Like, my mom goes through my shit. That's the thing. Like, she'll go through my Twitter. Dude, you know, you remember those kids who had the diaries with the little lock on them? Yeah, I used and to you have think, that. And you'd think it was safe with that stupid lock? That's about as safe as using a condom when you're blacked out, you know? No, that's like using a paper bag as a, or a plastic bag as a condom. <laughs> it was like, a, it was like a, a plastic lock that had a plastic key that just opened r- randomly. And it was No, but it was like painted gold. <laughs> I do. I did have that, and I lost the key one time, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then my brother was like, "Why don't you just not use the key because it's a piece of shit?" And I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Were you crying? Yeah, of course. I always cried. I I used to have like temper tantrums, um, but again, I think I get that. I'm trying. You know, whenever I get like, whenever I feel extreme anger, I try to remember like take a chill pill. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because I do feel like a lot of my anxiety is disappointing people or letting people down. So I always say yes to things. And I do feel like I'm, I don't want anyone to be mad at me. I'm so. That's why I told you it's like you're always doing anal because you can't say no. <laughs> no, that's because I love it. <laughs> that's, that's a choice. <laughs> so, so what, do, you, do you think it's because you're scared of your mom? Do you think you want to be like her secretly? I don't know if I if she's the only one listening to this right now. I don't think I necessarily want to. It's it's I don't know. It's just scary when someone's mad at you <laughs> and gives you the cold shoulder. It it's yeah. the worst feeling in the world. So I feel like every time I I fuck up or or get mad, my roommate in college would always be like, "Hannah, stop asking if I'm mad at you." <laughs> I I tried to kick that habit because it is annoying when someone's like, "Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me?" But I grew up being like, "Is my mom mad at me?" Because she she'll be the, do this thing like one time I blacked out. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! And uh, I came home and I I left my so I went to this house party and I stole a DiGiorno's pizza, and I had oh, my purse with. Oh, you stole a frozen one? I stole a frozen DiGiorno's pizza <laughs> out of the freezer, straight up, just went in there and took it. 
I got awesome. out of the Uber. I woke up the next morning. I was I was fully in a bear hug with this DiGiorno's pizza. It had defrosted completely. It was like my <laughs> bed was like wet. Like I like fell asleep with the frozen pizza. And my mom comes into my room and she goes, where's your purse? And I was like, oh, it's around here somewhere. She goes, oh, really? It's around here somewhere? And so I was like looking for it and I couldn't find it. And she's like, Dude. maybe it's right here. Dude, she's scary. She, I mean, she was right. I mean, the fact that I left my purse in the Uber. But you took the pizza. Took the frozen pizza. It wasn't even like I could. Dude, I think that's straight up animal instinct right there. You know, you're getting the food. You're What is it called? You're a. Uh, 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 Hunting and a gathering? Hunt, hunter and gatherer. I don't know which you are. Maybe both because you hunted it and you took it. So you're a he, she. <laughs> you're a they. Yeah, so my mom does that thing where she'll be like, so where's this? And then she already has it locked and loaded. And then she's like, gotcha, bitch. Oh, that's what. That's also what people do when, they're, when they know their spouse is cheating. Is that they'll, they'll bait them? I feel like, you know what I mean? They'll be like, where were you last night? Oh, oh really? really? <laughs> <laughs> then why was your car at the motel, you piece of shit? <laughs> it is scary to be yelled at. I feel like you're fearless when it comes to doing anything. You're like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I don't. Yeah, I guess I I guess I got I'm pretty numb to it. I, my, my childhood was, was quite lawless, you know, because I have so many kids in my family and, and we kind of got to do whatever we wanted. So I get in trouble a lot. Like I, it's my chaos is where I thrive. I'm used to always being in trouble. I was getting sent to the principal's office every single day getting kicked out of, I get kicked out of like everything I do. I get kicked out of rehab. That's insane. I think the ultimate, you can tell the, the most ultimate sign when people are sick of your shit and listening to you complain, they tell you, why don't you get a dog? <laughs> My therapist said, why don't you get a dog? No, he didn't even say, he goes, you should get a, he said I should, no, he said I should get a fucking plant. Yeah, I, w- I was like, there's no way your therapist recommended you get a dog. Uh, I don't think you need a plant. I think you need a, maybe a plant. Lobotomy? No, you'll be fine. We'll be fine. I mean, I'm living at home, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't plan to pay my rent anytime soon. Are you just not paying your rent? No, I paid it for April, but I think for May I won't. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I need to talk to my, I don't give a shit. I have never met your mom actually which i keep meaning to but she was a model which is tough shoes to fill yes i know uh she told me that i my body used to be perfectly proportioned but it changed she told me that when i was like 12 uh when i was like 13 she told me oh your nose is changing it's so funny your mom is like my grandmother they're like different eras but like the same idea of what a woman should be i mean she's the nicest lady but that's just what she she you know grew up with and like she'll tell me like what she thinks my weight should be and she'll she'll throw out an exact number and the number she's throwing out right now is 17 pounds less than I am right now yeah she's really nice and that's just like what what you know uh I don't know I like her I like her she's a nice lady do I like hugging no do I cringe every time anyone tries to hug me yeah how long did it take us before we hugged? Ian, Ian, one of our friends, pushed us to hug. Why don't you guys hug? And it was so awkward. Remember at that diner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we were both like, <laughs> oh, God. And, like, I, I randomly, I think we were both wearing blazers that day. It was like we hadn't had a drink in, like, a week, and we're like, let's wear blazers. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, I guess we should apply to Wall Street now, now that we're fucking <laughs> on our shit. Yeah, I do remember that. I have a I have a friend. Do you know Haley Sachs? No. She's actually like, she does Mrs. Dow Jones now. We started that together, but she's she's killing it and we were doing stand up together and one one night in a in an Uber she was crying and she was just like honestly comedy is so hard. I think I'm just gonna like get a job at Goldman. And I was like you're a YouTuber. Like, you're not qualified. Like, or literally, you can't just become an investment banker overnight. And she goes, do you have any idea how many people just slip through the cracks? <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with that, kind of. I was like, you're a fucking genius. And then now she has this huge financial thing, and she's killing it. Well, that's the thing with comedy it's like you can't half-ass it and expect anything whereas at other jobs you still get your base salary yes our our base salary is depression my medication that's what i take every day (laughs) dude i was obsessed with twitter because i was like i thought i was killing it because i had my own voice and then i started really tweeting and i was listening to all these tweets and everything structured and i tried to tweet like the other people i started getting like zero likes and i tweeted the other day i wrote i hate twitter and it was like, I'm so hot and cold. And I think I got to just start tweeting again from the heart. Yeah, you just got to tweet from the heart. Do what you feel. I, li- I like Twitter better than Instagram because it's jokes as opposed to pictures, which... Is your mom even on Instagram? I blocked everyone in my family. I posted one thirst trap and everyone's like, you're a whore. I remember that. But your mom came to your defense. You're like, nah, you look skinny. And she was like, you look thin. Which is... All we need. I have a I have a family friend, and once he told me one of my friends' moms, one of my friends' dads, he caught us like blackout drunk in high school eating pizza in the kitchen, and he sat us down. He was like, "Listen, I see the way you guys are behaving, but I thought we were like in trouble." And he's like, "Never forget this. You can never be too rich or too thin." And we're like, "We're 13. <laughs> That is advice. That's advice from a Princeton man. That's that's just like such a horrible way to set your kid up, but also he's not wrong. Not wrong. My grandmother, when I came home from college, my first semester, I'd gain a bunch of weight. This was Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving, I had just ballooned because I was drinking every day. I was eating cafeteria food. I was just, ugh. I was just not taking care of myself. And she, I give her, go to give her a hug, and she stops and pulls back and was like, well, clearly the food can't be that bad. <gasps> it's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how the people in your family can get away with saying things to you because they're blood, whereas other people can't. Like, my, my older sister, she got fat, like, she got chubby, chunky. No, she didn't get, like, she just gained some weight. And, like, in my family, everyone's just, like, so hot. And she came home, and my little brothers, who were, like, 10 at the time, Every time she walk in the kitchen, they're just throwing cupcakes at her head. Like, just ripping them into her. Hey, there's another cupcake, fat ass! And just ripping them into her head. She's like 16 and they're 10. See, why do you think I like assholes and bullies? Because I, 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 I grew up a bunch of, around a bunch of jo- hot jocks. Ew, why did I call my brothers hot? Let's cut that. We're not cutting that. Do you think you'll have kids? Yeah, I, I want one abortion. No, I'm kidding. I want, <laughs> I do want a kid. I always think I would be a really good step mom to Owen Wilson's kids, but that was a pipe dream. But like, 
I think I want one one kid, and I don't want to. What I what I thought I wanted to do, I wanted to Amy Schumer this whole situation. I thought, even though she got successful before, I was the, hoping by thirty three, a blow up, I'll start to get my break, be blown up by thirty five, get married when I'm thirty six, and may, immediately have a child. It's hard to make hard hard goals for yourself doing this shit, but I know I know I never thought I wanted kids, and then recently I've been like, I think I want a few. Well, I, I I'm kind of spending the pandemic alone with a friend, and. I just kind of want my own family, I realized. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, even my brother and his girlfriend came over and for Easter, and it was my dad and my mom and my brother and his girlfriend, and I was sitting at the head of the table because that's what you do when you're alone. You know, you get a chair pulled up <laughs> to the side. They're like, yeah, we'll just get her a TV dinner uh, little table. Did you do that? No, I just sat at the head of the table. My dad was like, you sit at the head. You don't need to sit next to anyone. And I was like, cool. That's awesome. But I was like, damn, it would be nice to have someone to hang out with. But then I think there, I would go crazy. I guess I don't know any man right now who I could fully quarantine with. Would you rather be quarantined with a hot guy or a housekeeper? Ooh, I think a hot guy. I don't know anymore. I, I don't mind cleaning. I'll clean. But it's like, masturbating is like such work. I think a lot of people are going to break up. I think so too. I think a lot of people are, are talking more to mom during this pandemic who are not, who are quarantined with their partners being like, Jake's a fucking asshole, mom. I never told you that. He slapped me and cheated on me and he's addicted to meth. You thought he was so great. Yeah. yeah, I think people need a little break ski after this for sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I would love a boyfriend, honestly. That's I'm, I'm stopping drinking again. Hopefully I can do it for a while. And I think if I can stay sober during a pandemic when I have nothing going on, once I'm out in the real world, it'll be really easy not to drink. For sure. I, I mean, and my motivation, I always have different motivation, like, like I'm gonna die or comedy, but comedy's not a thing. I'm, I'm, sometimes I feel like, I'm immortal. Just kidding. Knock on wood. Probably get hit by a bus. There's no buses in Vermont. Ah, fuck. Can we? Ah, I got myself into a hole with that one. Karma hole. But I, uh, I just want a boyfriend. And I know I can't get a boyfriend if I'm drinking because every single guy that I've dated, it has ended because I decide to start drinking again. I'll go on two dates, killing it. I say, ooh, I'm killing it. God's giving me a boyfriend. Time to start drinking. Have two drinks. And I'm just like, daddy is home. And daddy ruins everything. So if I just, if I had been sober for the last three years, I would be dating fucking Liam Hemsworth. I feel like by saying, oh, I'm going to get a boyfriend if I stay sober or whatever. If you don't, then you'll be like, well, then why did I be, why was I even sober? Yeah, but I will. I've had many boyfriends. I guess I never have boyfriends. So I'm like, I don't. I'm like, don't don't put that pressure on yourself. You're like, I've dated. I'm like, okay, well, I, I haven't. So, uh, um, Hannah, I'm kind of the legend. <laughs> I know. You'll show me your ex-boyfriends, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm Not that I don't think you're – obviously, I think you're a very beautiful, uh, fun woman, but – I told you how bad I was doing the other day in the beginning of the pandemic. I'm, I currently have the background of my computer, me and my ex-boyfriend, and we broke up in 2012. And he, I had just – I just made him the background of my computer. That is a vision board in itself, right? Because that was a good relationship you had. He was very cute. 
successful. He's not successful. He had a trust fund and he spent the whole thing on trying to make a fucking empanada stand. Okay. The guy's an idiot. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be there for you, you know, supportive. And uh you're No, I think you can get a, I I was like, yeah, when I get sober, I'm going to have a boyfriend too. Yeah, but it's a pandemic. This is making it harder for everyone to date. For sure. And I just don't really like dating that much. People are going on these on these uh, uh, virtual dates. One of my friends is like getting a straight up boyfriend on a on a FaceTime date. I was talking to Karen about it. You should get Karen on your podcast. And I was talking to her about it, and she was just like, I was texting her today. I sent her this video of uh, of a duck, and the duck was. Did I send you the one the duck walking around the river, crying? Mm-mm. The duck. Oh yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Sent me a lot of memes, so I had to. What is it? We were sitting at the diner that one day. You're like, "Yo, I'm really into." You know, you're like, "Yo, do you like memes?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Uh, are, are you my father? Like, are you, what do you mean? Do I like memes? I don't like." <laughs> it was like this was new like, thing was, you discovered. That was like one of my epiphanies. Like, yo, I got epiphany. Yo, Twitter is dope. Yo, Hannah, Hannah you like do you like memes? Jesus Christ. <laughs> how often do you talk to your mom once a week all right but in, in real life once a month but I, I go see my mom lives in manhattan too i go see her like uh once every two to three weeks i go say what's up take a bath roll out yeah i need to go see that place i need to i got some epsom salts have you have you tried those no one of my friends, she goes to these like uh, uh, weight loss boot camps in Germany, and um, yes, I know they're insane. I was gonna make a joke, but that's not gonna. I know you thought the whole camp in Germany thing was a little cliche, especially weight loss. It's like that seems okay. <laughs> Hannah, that is good. That is rich. Um, anyways, she was telling me uh, there was also a good one in Austria she's been to, but they drink Epsom salt. So it's a laxative. So what you can do is you put it in a glass of water, I don't know what else, or warm water, and you drink it in the morning, and it just flushes you. Don't tell me that because I'm going to start drinking this shit because I do have some in my bathroom. I'm going to die of an If I die by diarrhea during a coronavirus pandemic, do you know how embarrassing that would be? My mom would be pissed. If you died of diarrhea? Yeah. You want to let's segue? There's this thing about every time I start to drink, Coke just finds me. It doesn't find you. You ask everyone in the bar, hey, do you have cocaine? The guy was like, uh, no, I work security here. What's up? You got Coke? You got Coke? And then this one guy, he was cute. I caught him in line. I was like, hey, man, you got Coke? And he was like, yeah. I was like, let's go do it. So we do it. And I said, you got a friend? And he was like, yeah. I was like, I got a friend. And I introduced him. I had I finished all their cocaine, sadly, for them and everybody else. And then we ended up, you know, hanging out with those boys. No, because we met the first guy. We met Cody in line. I thought we met Connor in line. No, we met Cody because he said we cut him. And we're like, um, he's, I don't know which one of us it was. We're like, um, excuse me, don't think you can come up here. And we were like so rude to him. I was wearing a fucking cowboy hat. He's like, why are you wearing a cowboy hat? I was like, so people don't talk to me. He goes, that's not why someone wears a cowboy hat. 
You're wearing a cowboy hat, a tube top, a, a belly tube top that says Miami in neon, and then you're wearing sparkle leopard bell bottoms. I was wearing like ripped up jeans with Vans and a, and a, a Hawaiian shirt, like fully open. Yeah, we did look <laughs> like we didn't know there was a pandemic going on. And yeah. no, but by the time, so Cody bought his drinks, and by the time we got back to the chairs that you and Connor were sitting in, you were fully making out with him really yes i went back with him to his airbnb and i think we just like drank tequila and i don't know where you guys went didn't you like rent a hotel Mm -hmm. and and then in the morning you guys came over yeah and you you literally get out of bed and you're like did we have sex and he was like uh, and then I walk into the shower and I turn around and I go, wait, what's your name again? And and then you go in the shower and he goes, what's her name again? I was like, oh, this is maybe love it uh, for a second. And then I remember we went out to breakfast and at breakfast, you and, you and uh, Connor, you and Cody were exchanging phone numbers and Connor looks at me and I go, no, we're not doing that. Oh, wait, and then tell him the girlfriend part. Oh, yeah. So the guy that Chloe hooked up with has a girlfriend but he lied. He told me he was single. But remember how you, how your friend, how the guy you that you had sex with said to you, and he was like, "Hey, like I don't want to upset Chloe." Oh yeah, yeah. So he was like, uh, so Cody, the guy I um, you know, the guy I'm gonna marry, he <laughs> he goes, uh, he was like, yeah, I don't want. I was like, this. He said something about Connor having a girlfriend kind of off the cuff because he was he was like, I'm kind of mad at Connor right now because he has a girlfriend. And I was like, what? And he was like, I shouldn't say this. And I was like, why? I'm not going to go back and say, Connor, you have a girlfriend. Like, I don't I don't. It's too late at this point to interject. He was like, I just don't want Chloe to think that, you know, I don't want Chloe to to get really angry and and maybe reach out to that girl. And I was just like, burst out (laughs) laughing. I was like. The, the the amount of shits Chloe gives that Connor. <laughs> That's my problem. It's like I will not care about something, and then I'll care so much about something else. That's the way life goes. It's like you don't care about anything, and then when you do care, it's it it feels that much heavier because you don't care about other things. It's bizarre, dude. I I think that honestly, I think this pandemic is going to be pretty good for my mental health because I think the point of therapy is you sit there and you're forced to sit with yourself and talk about it. But in the pandemic, we're just with ourselves all the time. So I don't even feel like talking to my therapist because I I know what's wrong with me. Great. Well, um, is there any, what's the biggest, all right, let's leave here on a biggest secret that you don't want your children to know or your mother to know. Oh. One time, I thought I had herpes, but I ended up not having it. But I was so upset I I had it. I tried to book a flight to Africa because I decided I was going to fly to Africa and die with my tribe. And thank you so much, Chloe, for coming on this podcast. Uh, You want to plug your handles at the Chloe? Wait, it's at Chloe LeBranch. I was going to say Chloe Show. At, at, At Chloe LeBranch. And I have a podcast at the Chloe Show podcast. Uh, and, um, happy uh, pandemic everybody thanks for having me hannah you're a fucking star dude hey hannah where are you standing right now top of the motherfucking world top of the world thank you for having me loved it don't tell mom (laughs) 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.